welcome to Finding Yourself, the podcast series dedicated to all things movie and TV. I'm your host Kyle Duffy and in today's episode I want to discuss a couple of things. First off I want to talk about the football, the Caribou Cup was on this week and Man United were playing against West Ham. I also want to get into a game I've been playing a lot of recently, I only after finishing it today, The Last of Us 2. I talked about it briefly in my last podcast and because I finished it today I thought I would cover it and give my thoughts on the game overall. I also want to discuss two TV shows that I've been binge watching this week as well as a movie that I saw this week as well. Recently me and my girlfriend have been looking for a new show to get into on Netflix so I've been doing the regular thing scrolling through everything and seeing what takes our fancy. Last night we were scrolling through everything and I went out to the bathroom for a minute and she ended up shouting out to me what about this do you want to watch this and I was like what is it and she shouted back to me it's called Squid Games and I was thinking what the fuck is Squid Games that's not that doesn't sound like a brand new release it doesn't sound like any TV show I've heard of or a new blockbuster film I thought it was like I thought she was looking at some like kid show or something Squid Games what the fuck so came back in and it turns out she was looking at a Japanese show and she looked it up online and it had been getting great remarks online great reviews great ratings online as well so i thought you know what fuck it we'll sit down and watch the first episode see how it goes now i had no idea how my girlfriend would react to the show in the past when i've watched anime she's never really responded to it she never saw the point and i thought because she didn't like anime in the past she's not going to respond well to the show and jesus christ was i wrong because she loves this show and so do i and i think it's our new favorite show for the time being anyway we're banging through the episodes it's just one of those shows that came up on our suggestions on our netflix because i'd obviously watched a bit of anime maybe in the past month or so so it just popped up saying you'd also you'd also like this and i think those are the best shows to find especially if it's a great show that you find you know the shows that you come across on netflix that you weren't looking for but that found you and you get like two or three weeks of solid entertainment out of a great show that you never thought you'd come across or that you didn't even know existed. I had no clue what Squid Games was. I thought it was going to be something way out there, but this Japanese TV show just it's so unique, so smart. And like I mentioned in my anime episode if anyone has listened to that, I talk about anime and Japanese culture really putting a spin on things in their shows and bringing you this unique perspective. And they do this in Squid Games as well. If you've scrolled past Squid Games on your Netflix and you don't know whether you want to jump into it or not, if you don't know what it's about, the only real comparison and closest comparison I can think of, and I've been saying it to my girlfriend for the past day and a bit, it's kind of like the Japanese version of the Saw movies. If anyone has seen the Saw movies, you know those they're pretty gory they lean into the gore factor and the horror of it now squid games doesn't go as far as saw does in my opinion but there is that kind of vibe to it and like i said with japanese shows they put their own unique spin on it so when i was watching it anyway i thought okay this is similar to saw but it's not so similar that it's boring or that it's played out it's its own unique thing so if that helps you kind of make your decision on whether to watch squid games or not i would definitely recommend watching it the show just keeps you guessing it keeps on your feet and each episode is maybe 45 minutes to an hour long I love that each episode is 45 minutes, maybe an hour long, because they do get through so much and the show is so good. We've watched, binge watched six episodes over the last day and the quality has not dropped so far. I have no clue whether this is 
a one and done type deal whether it's season one and the show is going to be done because it does look like the show is going to come to a natural conclusion or whether season two is already on the books and if they're planning on season two i would definitely watch it because this show just hits all the right notes for me the action is great the storytelling and the writing of the show is excellent the acting is great as well even as an english speaker watching a japanese show it's dubbed in english but sometimes you know you, you lose the oomph and the effectiveness of what's happening you don't lose that in this show and as well as that the acting for me has been top notch in this show the character development has been great as well each character knows who they are but as well as that you aren't 100 percent able to predict each character and each character's actions for instance there's one stage in the show where you think a character is going to turn into a villain and be the bad guy based on one decision he makes but the writing in this show is more complex than that and they keep you guessing at no stage can you guarantee that you can look at a character and be like okay i definitely know what they're thinking i definitely know what they're going to do next you can't predict that in the show and i love that because when you're able to predict what's going to happen with characters it's almost like why you're watching it because you want to be surprised you want to be entertained and part of entertainment is not knowing what's going to happen so the entertainment is very alive with this show overall i would definitely recommend squid games for your next show to binge on netflix it has 100 percent on rotten tomatoes and 8.3 out of 10 on imdb there's another show i've been binge watching lately and it's called bless the heart it's available up on disney plus i've been watching it the past couple of weeks because like i said i was in between shows and to be honest i'm a sucker for any kind of animation i love south park family guy futurama all those kind of shows so when i saw this come up on the recently added on disney plus i said i'd give it a go and the first few episodes loved them and i thought okay this is going to be something i'm going to watch intently for the next couple of weeks and i think it uploaded the first season entirely and they've been uploading episode by episode of season two for the past maybe three weeks four weeks i think it is just a filler show for me some of you might like bless the hearts you might love it you might watch it every week but for me i think the quality is just starting to drop i threw on the latest episode there last night and i just found myself scrolling through tiktok halfway through the episode and i've actually had to re-watch episodes because i found myself thinking well what happened this episode i know i watched it it says i watched it but i don't remember anything from it and i think that definitely has to do with the writing because the cast members are great i love kristen wig julian bell and maya rudolph they're all great actors in this show but the quality of the writing in the show has definitely dropped in my opinion i don't know when this happened maybe you know start season two because season one was great in my opinion maybe you know they got new staff in and the new writing staff decided to go on in different direction with the show all i can say is i really want to like this show i really want to love it because i love all the names attached so i'm hoping that something gets thrown into the mix with this show that makes me love it again because it sucks you know when you start a new show and you know the first few episodes are so great and then it just falls off the edge of the cliff for you i had the same experience with cougar town loved the first few episodes of that show and then slowly but surely it started to turn sour and i ended up hating it i have i think my second episode of the podcast was talking about how much i hate cougar town i don't want to have to repeat myself and go on a rant of how much i end up hating this show i don't i don't think that'll happen but i really want to see this show turn a corner and in my opinion it has great bones everything's there for it to be a great show 
it just needs to tap into that now tell me if i'm wrong in the comments let me know if you've seen the show and what you think of it but at the moment i'm struggling to keep my enthusiasm for the show i also saw a great movie on netflix this week as well called metros versus the machines it was recent 2021 it has a 7.7 out of 10 on imdb and a 98 percent on rotten tomatoes the cast is excellent in this movie it includes maya rudolph Danny McBride, Abby Jacobson from Broad City and Olivia Colman. I love the plot of this movie. It includes the techno-apocalypse and one weirdo family have to get their shit together to try and save the human race from becoming slaves to technology. Such a good concept for a movie. And as well as that, the jokes are excellent. The voice acting is amazing as well as that. The animation, like I said, is stunning. I haven't really seen animation like this for a while. It's very out there, it's very unique, and it really stands out as an animated movie. As well as that, it really tugs at the heartstrings at times in this movie. The comedy is great as well. Conan O'Brien, I only figured out yesterday, is in this movie. He plays one of the comic relief characters. And knowing that now, I just love the movie even more because I love Conan O'Brien too. So if you have a date night coming up or you have a movie night planned with your family or friends, I would definitely recommend this movie for that. It's very entertaining. The action is good. There's a good bit of action. It's very funny. The animation is great, like I said. And it's entertaining throughout. So I would definitely recommend giving it a watch. That's what I've been watching this week. Please let me know in the comments if you've watched any of these shows or movies. Let me know what you thought of them because I'm interested to hear what you have to say. I want to get on to the football now. Jesus Christ, Man United. It's like we take one step forward and fucking 20 steps back. And I know for a fact West Ham will be laughing it up thinking, oh yeah, you bet us in the Premiership, but we knocked you out of the Caribou Cup. We lost 1-0. We didn't even score a goal this time around. And I know for a fact like that Man United, maybe we don't view the Caribou Cup as a trophy we're interested in winning because it's a lower division cup it's a domestic league cup and i think as a big club we're looking for champions league and the premiership but we should be beating west ham even if we play them twice in a row we should be beating them we have the quality on the pitch to be beating west ham every single time and you know i kind of missed that game i was on the phone to my girlfriend's dad and he ended up cursing halfway through the phone call and i was saying what are you what's wrong was they're after fucking scoring and i was like who and he told me that night i were playing west ham in the Caribbean cup and i was thinking will i bother watching it now that they've scored because it was a roller coaster ride watching them in the premiership this season or this week will i bother going through the emotional wreckage of maybe seeing us lose and i'm glad i didn't watch it fully i watched bits and bobs here and there but i'm glad i didn't invest my time and watch the whole game because I just would have been livid. I'm going to watch the rest of the highlights online later on, but I know, like, again, like I said, the Caribou Cup is not our priority, but our priority should be winning games, full stop. And I realize that managers use the Caribou Cup to field second string teams, give them playing time, let them develop a bit more. So the likes of Henderson is being groomed as our number one goalie for the future, but David De Gea is still our solid number one goalie at the moment. Henderson was in goal this game 
in the Garibu Cup and that makes sense because he needs minutes on the pitch he needs time on the pitch it used to be in the number one goalie but I wouldn't blame those players but I also wouldn't let them off the hook either Henderson's good enough our second string team is good enough to be pulling off a win against West Ham and that's no disrespect to West Ham either West Ham are a tough team but I think Man United just lack the killer edge sometimes we just lack this killer instinct of finishing off games and we can't be relying on Ronaldo non-stop now that we have him because Man United is not Ronaldo and Ronaldo is not Man United he is a part of that team and we have players on that pitch that can score goals that can impact the game it's just really frustrating as a fan to see us down tools and not get results like that but again I'm just a fan I'm not a pundit I couldn't say exactly what we need to get everything in order but just looking at it from a simplistic view we have the quality why aren't we getting the results I mean, everyone, everyone needs to kick up the hole I don't know, maybe it's a manager change-up that needs to happen. I don't know, maybe Ali's not the fella to give him a kick up the hole. Again, this has always been my opinion that Ali is just put in there as the yes man. He was put in for nostalgia factor as well. It's a 90s footballing hero from our club. Come back to manage us. He doesn't have any real experience winning anything. So why are we going to win anything under Ali? I think we could have the best squad in the Premiership best team in the premiership and still not win something under Scotia. that's just the way i feel right now as a man united fan i don't think he's the guy to push us because even the last day when he took ronaldo off any other manager just gives ronaldo a pat on the back he sits down but Scotia was over there almost like licking his ass being like oh i'm sorry i took you off why are you babying him he's professional he knows he subbed him off for a reason he's not going to be jumping down your throat ronaldo is known for being very professional when he needs to be and for a manager to be treating a player like that even though the player is one of the best players in the world he doesn't need to be treated like that non-stop and i just i don't know i'm just a bit delusional with it all especially with skullshire as the manager i just never saw skullshire as a manager to bring us anywhere i just think he's there to steady the ship because if he was there to win trophies he would be able to push this squad because this squad this team has a lot of great stars in it paul pogba cristiano ronaldo jin sancho jesse lingard anthony martial all these players won trophies they want glory at that club and if you get the right manager you'll push players to do things i think skullshire is there to steady the ship and another manager will come in down the line and hopefully then we'll be able to challenge for trophies again but at the moment skullshire is just there to make sure we, we stay a top four team other big teams struggled this week in the Caribou Cup. Chelsea just barely got by on penalties against Aston Villa. And Spurs just barely got by against Wolves, I think. It was on penalties as well. So it's nice to know that other big teams are struggling in these kind of competitions. But I think the Caribou Cup is like a wild card because that's the smaller team's chances to win a trophy. So they're going to put all their effort in because West Ham aren't winning the Premiership. Wolves aren't winning the Premiership. So they're going to focus on the smaller trophies so they can have a chance at silverware and obviously the bigger clubs are aiming higher so they're going to be fielding second string teams like i said but yeah it's nice to know that man united weren't the only team that struggled but sure doesn't fucking matter anyway because we were the only team one of the only teams that struggled and fucking lost so it's redundant but anyway that's my little rant on the football today wanted to end this podcast with updating me on the last of us 2 finally finished the game and holy christ 
I don't know if I like it. Let me be clear, I love the game in general. The gameplay was excellent, the story was very good, the graphics were amazing, voice acting excellent as well. And the detail in the game, wow. But the ending just has me feeling a certain way. I need to get into spoilers here so anyone hasn't played the game, I'm sorry, I need to spoil it. So the way The Last of Us ends is Joel takes Ellie to the hospital to the Fireflies. The Fireflies say, yes, we can make a cure, but we need to kill her to get it. He decides, fuck that, no, I'm saving her because she's now my daughter. And he kills all the Fireflies, gets out of there, never tells Ellie. The Last of Us 2, all that unfolds. Ellie finds out everything and basically cuts Joel off. But we don't see all that. It's kind of told to us in chunks, kind of told backwards, if you will. So we get flashbacks of Joel, but we don't know why Joel and Ellie are fighting at first. We just hear bits and bobs of stuff. So we know that Joel and Ellie are fighting. Joel dies. Then Ellie needs to reenact her revenge. That's what the whole game is basically about. Ellie going on a cross-country trip to kill the person that killed Joel. And through her throughout her trip, you get flashbacks of her with Joel, and you see the interactions of why she wasn't talking to Joel why she was in a fight with him and the repercussions of that so she basically finds out that she was supposed to die that she could have cured everyone and she was really pissed off at Joel for not letting her make that decision and keeping it from her she decides to cut him off and say listen I'm done with you you're an asshole and she's grand with that then Joel dies now we don't know as we're playing it I didn't know as I, as I was playing it whether she had like let Joel die without knowing that he was a father figure to her I didn't know how it had ended with, with them I thought it was very open ended but through the flashbacks we find out that even though they did go through a rough patch and she hated him for not letting her die for the cure he was forgiven by her eventually because he was trying his best to let her see that he can be there for her and you know she goes on this cross-country journey to find the killer finds the group that killed joel and it turns out the woman that killed joel was the daughter of the surgeon that joel killed so in the first game joel kills the surgeon that's going to operate on ellie and it's his daughter that kills joel as revenge you play as her throughout the game as well and this is where my mixed feelings came into it because when i'm playing a game i like to know who the bad guys are and who the good guys are and when you're playing a game you often like to see yourself as a good guy so you can be the hero but in this game they blurred the lines a lot and you play half the game as ellie kind of getting to your destination trying to find this girl who killed joel and you're thinking all this time oh this girl abby you know we're gonna kill her we're gonna kill her so good she killed joel fuck her but then the rest of the game you play as Abby and you see how Joel comes across to other people and what Joel did that Joel is imperfect as a character and I did not like that but I could understand it and there was times as I was playing as Abby that I thought oh yeah maybe Joel deserves to die maybe Ellie deserves to die you know so I hated that the game made me question how much I love Joel as a character but I thought it was very ballsy as well. So anyone who hasn't played The Last of Us 2 I would definitely recommend it. I was kind of pissed off with the ending. Also the game drags out near the end. I was waiting for it to end at multiple stages. There was a couple of cutscenes where I was thinking okay this is going to the end now. Oh no. Okay one more mission. Okay this is the end. Oh no. It just kept on going on like that so I was kind of like oh I was emotionally 
drained I'd say but yeah I really love the game I'm a bit on the fence with the ending I don't know how much I like it or even if I like it at all I don't hate the ending I just wish it could have been a bit happier a bit more finality to it there was no real redemption in the end it was like everyone just put down their guns and go home goes home you know I want to know people's reaction to it and people's thoughts on it so if you have, have thoughts on this game and you, if you've played it let me know what your opinion is in the comments below because I'd heard bad things about the game and then when I played it I thought okay I can see why people think this way but let me know your thoughts in the comments below I'm very happy to hear what you think I hope you all enjoyed this episode today if you enjoy reviews and discussions on movies tv shows and documentaries as well as discussions on gaming and sports you can always check out my podcast finding yourself up on anchor fm and spotify and if you enjoyed this kind of content you can also subscribe to my youtube channel i try to put out new videos every week with updates and podcast material on there as well this has been finding yourself with kyle duffy thanks for listening Thank you.